All right. Hello. Hi, everybody. <laughs> uh, hi. Welcome to your Friday. You're listening to Crooked News, where we bring you crazy news, hilarious history, and the occasional listener story. So please send us your stories at yeah. talkcrooked at gmail.com. Please. All... Please send them t- to us. <laughs> All right, so I am so excited about this first one. Um, Yay! I have actually been following this story for a little while, um, and we have an update, and I uh, wanted to share it here. We get to rage a little bit and also laugh at an idiot, so... Okay. um, (laughs) I'm not going to say the title of this article because it totally gives it away. Um, So this is from WTVR.com and it's by KGTV staff and it was posted July 15th, 2020. Um, So this happened in San Diego, California. And okay, so I'm just going to open with no shirt, no shoes, no service. Businesses have the right to refuse you service no matter like as long as they're not discriminating against you based on sex, race, religion, all that, right. they have the right to refuse but you service. Based on your appearance and <laughs> or lack of clothing. <laughs> well, and right now you are expected to wear a mask at most places. Most places are yes. refusing to allow you to even enter if you're not wearing a mask. Which good. <clears throat> so yes. it's to protect their employees and their customers. Yeah. A woman posted a photo of a Starbucks barista who asked her to wear a mask. Then, $100,000 was donated to that barista. What? Mm Mm-hmm. That's amazing! Right? (laughs) (laughs) Now, the woman wants half of that money. Why? You're a dick. Yeah. It started when Amber Gillis posted a photo of San Diego Starbucks barista Lennon Gutierrez with the caption, Meet Lennon, and she spelled his name wrong, from and didn't even <laughs> capitalize it, from Starbucks, but she capitalized Starbucks. Um, of course. And, okay, so Meet Lennon from Starbucks. To be Starbucks. fair, though, your phone does that automatically. Yeah. meet Lennon from Starbucks who refused to serve me because I'm not wearing a mask next time I will wait for cops and bring a medical exemption you're an idiot yeah and um just cover your fucking face yeah and I'm (laughs) sorry but if you have um a disability that makes it so that you can't wear a mask you probably shouldn't be going out getting Starbucks anyway not during this no no only do essential things yeah exactly so a stranger in orange county matt cowan said he wanted to donate a few dollars to the barista and tip money so he started a gofundme as the photo on facebook right as the photo on facebook filled with hundreds of thousands of interactions and comments from people supporting the barista the tip money eventually hit more than one hundred thousand dollars to be donated to the barista Lennon said he plans to use that money to further his education and also follow his dreams of dancing. Good for him. Right? Gillis says she now wants half of that money. Why? You don't get half that money. No. Fuck you. It was discrimination and everybody's okay with it and enabling and rewarding that behavior. 
St. Gillis. You don't understand the point of the issue, honey. No. You made a you made a statement that no one agrees with. Yeah. And they gave money to this guy because he's doing his job and you're being an asshole. Yep. Oh, just wait, it gets oh, better. I hate people. I yeah. hate people so much. Mm-hmm. She went on to describe the symptoms that prevent her from wearing a mask, saying, one of them I get shortness of breath, dizziness, and it messes with the heartbeat. Okay, cool. So you can't wear a mask for five seconds inside? Then go through the drive-thru. You don't have to wear a mask in the drive-thru. They have pet plexiglass. Yep. And I do have asthma as well, and I do get mask acne. So there's several things going on. Everyone gets mask acne. Mm Mm-hmm. So there's several things going on, and not only that, but it doesn't even work. And she looks like as much of an idiot as she sounds like. Um, I'm sorry, do you have a medical degree? You know it doesn't work? <laughs> to prevent an airborne virus? Yeah. <laughs> she provided- If you have asthma and all this other shit for shortness of breath, you'll die if you catch this virus, honey. Yeah. Don't go out. Like, don't go out for non-essential things. God. No. She provided KGTV with two documents to prove her medical exemption. One is a pelvic exam from 2015 with results Oh, my God. mm -hmm, Oh, my God. (laughs) With results that say probable um, fibroid arising from the anterior wall of the uterus measuring 2.9 cm size and simple 2.5 cm <laughs> left ovarian cyst which has nothing oh to God. do with her breathing no a second piece why of- do we need your vaginal exam <laughs> oh my god we're uh, not telling you to put a mask on your pussy no <laughs> no one wants that a second piece of paper is a handwritten note with letterhead from a San Diego chiropractor who she asked not be named. The handwritten note reads, Amber has underlying breath conditions that prevent her from wearing a mask or any type of facial covering whatsoever. Please contact okay, me. That chiropractor. Yeah. Please contact me if have any questions. Not if you have any fuck questions. That, if have that any. chiropractor. Yeah. Um... When that chiropractor who wrote the note was called, he said he could not discuss her situation. When Gillis asked why a chiropractor gave her a breathing-related medical exemption, she responded, Because they are dedicated to proving non-invasive personalized care and treatment. They are real doctors. They are real doctors, but you're a dumbass. Yeah. When asked if They're she- not doctors of lungs. No. They are doctors of spines, honey. <laughs> And spines don't have a factor in this. Yeah. You found whoever would write you a goddamn note that had doctor in front of their name. And you sent a pelvic exam. Yeah. You're a fucking idiot. Right. Oh my god. (laughs) Go catch it and die. That's how I feel. (laughs) Go catch it and die. Pull your jeans out of the mix. Jesus Christ. Are you talking to the dog? <laughs> Quit acting a damn fool. Lay down. I love you. You'll be fine for five minutes. Goodness. I know. Mine's acting up, too. He wants to go outside. <laughs> she can't see my mother or me for two seconds, and she freaks the fuck out. Oh, um. my goodness. 
<laughs> when asked if she has an apology or message to the public, Gillis said, No, absolutely not. I feel like I need the apology. I've been discriminated against. I'm the one who's sick. No, you're not sick! <laughs> Gillis says she's spoken- You have asthma! Yeah. You dumbass! <laughs> I have asthma and I still wear a mask and guess what it sucks mm-hmm. and then I have to cough when I get home but you know what I didn't catch the fucking virus yeah Gillis said she's spoken to a few lawyers about taking her case for getting half of the money but said they're all expensive so she started her own GoFundMe to try to raise money if no anyone donates to that money. you're an idiot no one's gonna give you money no to take half of this kid's money no. Oh my god. Because you were being an asshole. You have no right to any of that. Why do you think you have a right to something that was literally... Okay, so if someone had walked into Starbucks and handed him a hundred grand, would you have said, I want half of that because he's an ass... Because he wanted to 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 make me wear a mask? No. Just because it's online, it's no different. Yeah. No lawyer is going to take that case. You're an idiot and you're going to waste everyone's time. Yeah. Okay, pause. Nobody had better donate to that shit. No. Oh my god. This next one is closer to home. Okay. We're going to talk about Kentucky, man. Oh, man. <laughs> Look out. This is John Stephanopoulos. That's a specific breed that hasn't gotten em- enough attention. Yes. I'm just going to throw that out there. I had an incident with a Kentucky man today on my walk. Oh. Sorry. Yes. Quick anecdote. This guy's a dumbass. <laughs> it was a very small amount of time, and I'm embarrassed at how angry I got. But <laughs> we were on our walk. It was the beginning of our walk. He was walking towards us, so I pulled out my mask and put it on real quick. And he was like, it doesn't really fit right, does it? And I was like, I mean, it gets the job done. And he was like, I mean, I crossed to the other side of the path. And I was just like, we don't have to speak. Like, in my head, I'm just like, just keep, what is the matter with you? You don't have to be an asshole. God, you damn don't it. have to say anything. I'm turned away from you, letting my dog pee, and I'm wearing a piece of cloth in front of my face, and we're outside. I think it's cool, so just fuck off. Yeah. You just have to say hi, good morning. That's all we have to say to each other. You don't even have to say that. Leave people alone. No. Just leave me alone, dude. Ugh. Ugh. God. <laughs> And you're pregnant. He needs to yeah. get the fuck over himself. Guess how old he was and guess what color his skin was. Hmm. Old and white. Yes. <laughs> he was probably about 50. Maybe 60. Middle-aged white man. Of needing course. to mansplain how masks work and just go away. <laughs> Just go away. We don't have to talk to each other. No. It's not a personal slight against you, but you're not wearing a face covering, and I would like to make sure that I don't catch anything that you have. Yeah. God. Be be it the virus, or if you have, like, a respiratory infection, or, like, crud of any kind. Yeah. Because I'm already battling my own crud, so leave me alone and let me do my thing. Yeah. You should have said, I'm wearing this for you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> or just stab him. <laughs> All right, <laughs> either one would work. Oh Lord! <laughs> All right, so 
If I could have just tripped him and made him fall, that would have been nice. Yes. Just skin his knee a little bit. <laughs> so this is from 14news.com. And it was written by... Or it doesn't have an author. So, Sheriff's Office. Naked man arrested says he used mushrooms with Jesus. What? <laughs> and this is... Okay. This is John Stephanopoulos. <laughs> He's 41 years old. He's got some crazy eyes. Um, <laughs> and this happened in Owensboro. This was posted July oh, 16th. Oh, so this is very close to home then. Yeah. That's uh, our neck of the woods, man. Yeah. So this was posted on July 16th uh, and updated July 17th and uh, here in 2020. Um, an Owensboro man is facing several charges after deputies say they found him naked on a burglary in progress run. Oh, my God. <laughs> deputies with the Davies County Sheriff's Office were responding to the area of West 5th Street Road and Highway 1554 in reference to a naked man running down the road and hitting passing vehicles. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> he was just hitting people's cars? Yes. While naked? Yes. Oh, no. That's an image. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> While deputies were responding, dispatch advised them of a burglary in progress at a home in the 1900 block of Highway 1554. When deputies arrived, they say they saw a man inside the home naked with blood and mud on his body. Oh my! <laughs> Authorities say the man started walking towards deputies, ignoring their commands to get to the ground. They say he then started running at the deputies while yelling. That's when they say a deputy tased the man, causing him to fall to the ground. Oh my god. Deputies were able to place him <laughs> in handcuffs. However, they say the man then jumped up from the ground and tried running toward a deputy again. Oh no. 41-year-old John Stephanopoulos was eventually taken into custody. Deputies say that Stephanopoulos kept repeating that he used mushrooms with Jesus and that they were playing a virtual reality video game together. Oh, no. <laughs> and that is a direct quote. <laughs> wow. <laughs> according, according to a report, deputies discovered the front door of the home on Highway 1554 was forced open. There were holes punched in the drywall. Blood was smeared on several walls and windows, and several pieces of broken glass were, was laying on the floor. Oh, no. Stephanopoulos is facing several charges, including indecent exposure, burglary, criminal mischief, our favorite. <laughs> yes! Resisting arrest, public intoxication, and menacing. Menacing. <laughs> <laughs> I was too menacing. Yes. <laughs> oh, I love menacing used as a verb. That's so funny. Right. <laughs> I'm going to be out menacing tonight. <laughs> Oh, that's hilarious. I love it. So that was Kentucky Man. Okay. <coughs> and finally, uh, this is from airynews.tv. Um, and this one doesn't have an author either. Um, news anchor's tooth falls out on air and she doesn't <gasps> miss a beat. <laughs> oh, no. A Ukrainian. Oh, no. Right. Um. A Ukrainian news anchor kept her cool when she caught her tooth as it fell out of her mouth while she was on the air. <laughs> oh. Marichka Pedal 
Padalco, an anchor of the country's TSN channel, was reading the news live during the primetime show at night when part of her front tooth fell out. Oh my gosh. Padalco <laughs> had simply lifted her hand up to catch the tooth and continued her report. However, the gap left by the missing tooth was noticed by eagle-eyed viewers and a buzz started online soon. Marichka Padalco took to her Instagram page to share the clip of the incident. <laughs> That's funny. Right. The mother of three explained that the broken tooth resulted from an accident with her daughter more than 10 years ago. Giving details about the backstory, she wrote, I had a heavy metal alarm clock in my bedroom, and one time my little daughter grabbed it and started swinging it around while I was sleeping. It hit Oh, no! <laughs> it hit half of my tooth when I was yawning in the bed. Ah! Right? Children. Oh. <laughs> Children oh. are great. Oh, no. <laughs> she had followed her dentist's advice to avoid biting on hard food with her front tooth, but she forgot to keep that routine until the end of her treatment, and that's exactly what resulted in the accident. She said her colleague wrote to her saying, You reacted as if you lost your teeth every day. And not just her <laughs> colleagues. Many TV journalists commented on the post and praised her for handling the situation like a boss. Yeah. And said her reaction to the entire episode was inspiring. <laughs> That's so funny. Right. Oh, my goodness. That's so cool. <laughs> I'm glad she was cool about it. Yeah. Like, that's awesome. And she, she even... was just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, it happens. Yeah. But, yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. Good for her. Right? I thought that was a fun one to end on. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> All right. Shall we take a break? Yes. All right. All right. We're back. We are. Yeah, so let's finish up where we left off last week with mine. So okay. we were talking about the disgusting, disgusting things about ancient Rome. Oh, yes. So, um, yeah, we're going to pick right off with a with a doozy. So <laughs> um, <laughs> first one for today. So um, this one is, of course, prepubescent girls were forced into marriages. Oh, uh, of course. Great. So, young ladies in ancient Rome didn't have it easy when it came to marriage. Not only were their unions, particularly the, aristoc the aristocratic ones, usually arranged, but some of the girls who hadn't even hit puberty at the time of their mar some of the girls also hadn't even hit puberty at the time of their marriages. In fact, many Roman girls were married off at age 14 or before. The first emperor of Rome, Augustus, was probably the person who solidified the minimum legal ages of wedded bliss at 12 for oh. girls and and an elderly 14 for boys. For those elderly? peasants lucky... Yeah. <laughs> I think it's ironic. Yeah. Um... For those, pe for those peasants lucky enough to not be members of the upper class, weddings were permitted as late as their 20s. Good. So it's one of those things where, like, you wanted to be poor, kind of, but yeah. also food. And then, like, you wanted to... So, like, you want to be rich because, you know, food mm -hmm. and, and <laughs> like, clothes and being comfortable and stuff. But also, like, you get married when you're 12. So it's kind of... It's kind of a rock and a hard place <laughs> yeah. being a citizen of Rome, it sounds like. Um, all right. Here we go. Emperors were notoriously depraved in their personal lives. True that. So, 
The second emperor, Tiberius, had a villa in Capri where he organized bacchanals, put together a lewd library, and trained young boys to tease him and l- with their licks and nibbles, oh, according God. to Suetonius. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the Romans are known for their orgies, let's be real, shit was getting weird. Um, Emperor Caligula wasn't much better. It was widely rumored that he had relations with his sisters. As if that wasn't enough, Caligula himself spread a rumor that his mother, Agrippina, was the result of his grandfather, Augustus, coupling with his own daughter, Julia. He spread that rumor himself! (laughs) All I can think Weirdo. of is Michael spreading rumors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and of course, the ones he spread about his, himself is that he's a J. Crew model. Yes. <laughs> oh my goodness gracious, Michael Scott. Um, okay, so um, transgressors were drowned in sacks with animals or entombed while alive. Yeah, this isn't great. So, perhaps the most famous method of punishment in ancient Rome was crucifixion. But there's so, of course, but there's so much more where that came from. In fact, there's a veritable trove of unsettling punishments that the Romans enjoyed doling out because of their spectacular nature. Um, yeah. This is why we have no cruel and unusual punishment in our constitution. (laughs) Again, we're learning. Um, and who was a savage? I'm sorry. Like... (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. Okay, so white people have always been savages. Like, the worst, actually. Yeah. So, um, for example, an offender might also be eaten by wild beasts or burned alive in retribution for the wrongs they committed. Oh. If if someone did... Oh, yeah, they, like, threw people to lions and stuff, literally. Like, pits of lions. That's in the Bible. Oh, I know. Right? I just like to forget about those kind of things. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then all the lions were sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was a miracle. Yeah. Yeah, it's a beautiful little story. Um, <laughs> if you forget about the violent nature of the execution they were trying to enact. <laughs> oh, this is really bad. This is upsetting. So if someone did something really serious, like killing their own father, they might be sewn into a sack with a rooster, a dog, a monkey, and a snake, then thrown into the Tiber River to drown alive. Oh. Why did the animals have to... What? That doesn't make any sense. No, just throw them in the river. Why are we killing animals? Oh, I don't like that one. Yeah. Drown alive. Who doesn't drown (laughs) alive? That's all you can do is drown alive. (laughs) (laughs) You can't drown dead. (laughs) Oh, God. People are so redundant. Vestal virgins, traditionally chaste priestesses, were entombed alive if they broke their vows of purity. Oh. I'm going to guess that meant someone raped them. (laughs) Because that's the world where we were in there. Yeah. Um, Okay. Here we go. They removed their rivals using deplorable methods. So, Romans loved to to off their competitors using whatever means necessary to get the job done. Augustus's stepson, the general Germanicus, was allegedly quote-unquote cursed. (laughs) (laughs) The malediction was written down on a lead tablet and entombed in his house. 
It sounds super effective. I didn't know that's all you had to do to curse somebody. <laughs> you just hide a note in their house. Yeah. Um, <laughs> lead tablets pierced with nails were a preferred method of cursing, since this tactic was thought to bring about the desired effect in the form of a legal agreement with the gods to do harm to a person. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Toxic plants and tainted food was another common means of removing someone you didn't like in Imperial Rome. Mm -hmm. While a whole, a whole host of emperors were allegedly guilty of offing people they hated, including their own relatives and rivals to their throne. Wow. Because people with absolute power are terrified of losing it. Yep. All right. Roman, Roman soldiers and emperors slayed in bulk. Oh. The Roman army, during the Republican and Imperial periods, decimated opposing armies and average Joes alike, removing whoever got in the way of areas they were looking to conquer, and the Romans eliminated in bulk. Statistics vary depending on the account, but the 2nd century sack of Seleucia? Seleucia? Kika? Sure. A Mesopotamian city. Wow. Involved burning down a community of 300,000. Oh. Later, the emperor Maxentius exterminated thousands of his fellow senators in order to take their property and wives. And some estimate that the emperor Tiberius slaying more... Estimate that emperor Tiberius slayed more than 35,000 during his reign. God, so much death. Not cool. For no Not reason. Cool. Yes. Um, oh, yeah, this is this is crazy, too. So um, thousands of animals and gladiators perished in games. I did know that. They wiped out an entire species of tiger. Oh, my God. Yeah, because uh, they didn't understand. Nobody understands conservation. They're just like, oh, let's just take it all. Yeah. This won't matter. Nature's magic. Um, men didn't fight one another in the gladi- in the gladi- didn't just fight one another in the gladiatorial games. They also fought wild beasts that were imported from all over the emperor empire. With no PETA around to defend them, these exotic animals were caged in dismal conditions and then unleashed to ravage their human rivals. In Emperor Traj- Trajan's games, um, <clears throat> held between 108 and 109 CE alone, I don't know what that means. Is that BC? Mm-hmm. That's what that means? Okay. They change it all the time. Just stop it. <laughs> um, 10,000 gladiators and 11,000 animals were slaughtered. Although some think chroniclers' numbers are exaggerated, are exaggerated but I don't think they are. These people no. were nutso. They were absolute bananas. Yeah. Um, in another festival celebration, 8,000 animals were slain in 80 CE to christen Titus's new amphitheater. Break a bottle of wine, you jackass. Yeah. What is the matter with you? Oh, they loved violence. It's just so ridiculous. Okay. Ancient Roman... Be so that's what people are like, oh my gosh, when will this ever happen when they watch The Hunger Games? And I'm like, it already has happened. Yeah. Where did you grow up? Like, <laughs> have you opened a history book? One history book. <laughs> Just one. Oh. Ancient Romans bathed with oil and then reused it for future baths. Oh, yuck. Mm, 
tasty. So Stop when it. it came time for when it came time for a bath, ancient Romans headed to headed for the public bathhouse. Here they would progress through a series of rooms: the scalding hot cal- caldarium, then the lukewarm tepidarium, then finally the icy frigidarium. Before bathing, Romans would coat their skin in olive oil, then scrape it off, or have their slaves scrape it off, with a strigil. This was supposed to remove dirt, dead skin, and perspiration. And what would happen with the dirty oil? Oh, well, it would be reused for the next guest. Or even used for women to condition their hair. No. Mmm. Tasty, isn't it? All right, we Stop. only have two more, and then we're done. <laughs> it's so disgusting. Um, all right. Okay. Ancient birth control was weird and dangerous, but sometimes effective. All right. So giving birth in ancient Rome was extremely dangerous for both mother and baby. Infections, hemorrhaging, and other complications were unfortunately common. Not interested in taking your chances on childbirth? Birth control options were available, but they were strange, to say the least. According to the physician Sorinus, quote, It also aids in preventing conception to smear the orifice of the uterus all over before with olive oil or honey or cedar resin or juice of the balsam tree, alone or together with white lead (laughs) or with a moist (coughs) serrate. Serrate? Containing myrtle oil or and white lead. Or before the act with <laughs> with moist alum. Or with galban- galbanum? Galma- galbanum together with wine. Or to put a lock of fine wool into the orifice of the uterus. <laughs> That's quite no, a list, no. sir. Oh my god. I the, the last one sounds like it might work. Yeah. Just shove some wool up there. Right? <laughs> kind of like a diaphragm. Mm-hmm. Um, many of these methods were possibly effective since <laughs> they served to block access to the uterus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Dinner parties. Dinner parties took place in piles of shells and animal bones. So while the existence of vomitoriums where Romans would internally would intentionally purge themselves as mere, is merely a myth, dinner parties were still pretty gross by modern standards. Oh, I was taught that that was true. Huh. I didn't know that that wasn't true. At elite parties, guests would eat while reclining on sofas where they'd toss animal bones, skins, seafood shells, olive pits, and any other refuse on the ground for the slaves to clean up. Oh, of course. And that's it. Nasty. Nasty people. (laughs) So gross. So gross. All right. Thank you for that. You're welcome. I thought you needed it. Okay. Oh, <laughs> we'll go I knew you that. would enjoy it. Oh, goodness. All right. Well, thank mm-hmm. you guys so much for listening. I hope you had fun. I hope you have a great weekend. And please stay safe. And remember, you are not a monster. Bye, Bye guys. Bye, guys.
Thank you for listening to Talk Cricket. Music is by Gisla Niebach. Check out our website, talkcricket.wixsite.com slash podcast for sources and visual aids, as well as resources to get involved. To keep up with our nonsense and stay up to date on all things cricket, you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, and Facebook at Talk Cricket. To keep the shots coming, access ex- exclusive bonus content, get a free poster, and a shout out on air, head on over to our Patreon. All links can be found on our website. You can listen to us basically anywhere you get your podcast. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. If you have interesting stories relating to our content, please send them to talkcrooked at gmail.com for a chance to be featured on the show. For business inquiries or sponsorships, please email us at carryandkbusiness at gmail.com. See you next time.